Apple has expanded its self-service repair program to MacBook Air and MacBook Pro. Oh, now you're gonna be now you're good enough to repair your your laptops. Well, first it was the phone. Repair the phone. Actually, I'll tell you this: in my experience, having goofed around with these products and opened them all up, the laptop historically has actually been the easier job than the phone. Really? There's well, there's fewer adhesives. I suppose depending on which MacBook Pro you have, it could be more expensive than your iPhone. So in that sense, it might be a little bit more intimidating. You could have like a $3,000 MacBook Pro or mm-hmm. something. Uh, but yeah, it's everything is shrunk down on the phone. You have the glass, which is terrifying. And you have glues, which are no good. Mm-hmm. You're, you're using the heat. Gun. I'm talking about the olden days little strange plastic tools with the laptops historically it's just been that you needed to have specific screwdrivers with uh unusual tips maybe some tweezers and maybe in the odd circumstance some sort of spudge or some sort of plastic item mm-hmm. uh to pry things starting to more users of macbook air and macbook pro models with chips from the m1 family will be able to obtain repair manuals that's the big one to actually have it supported and have the documentation that doesn't have to come from a third party guide like iFixit, although shout out iFixit, very helpful over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and genuine Apple parts and tools via the Apple self service repair store. Apple says that self service repair for MacBook Air and MacBook Pro will offer more than a dozen different repair types for each model, including display, top case with battery, trackpad, and more to come in the future. <clears throat> That's really not that many. I don't know. They say a dozen. I guess I'm not seeing them all right there. Uh, The rental kits, I guess, that come with all the necessary tools for your repair, the rental kit will be $49 for customers who don't want to purchase the tools. Hmm. I guess it would be more if you just want to hang on to this stuff. Hmm. Customers can send replaced parts back to Apple for refurbishment and recycling, often receiving credit for their repair purchase in the process. <laughs> Everybody turned into a whole service center at that point, Will. Yeah. I got to admit, though, I, I mean, obviously there was pressure on Apple to do something like this, but I just like it because of the craftiness of it all and, mm-hmm. and my kind of DIY history with those products. Mm-hmm. It's fun to imagine. Do I think that everybody should be repairing their own MacBook Pros? No, I do not. But at least give them the option. You know? If you're feeling adventurous, and yeah. if Apple's uh, repair, right repair manuals, I mean, look at this guy. He's got the anti-static strap on. Uh-huh. So, I mean, as many times I cracked into those things, I didn't do that. I mean, the kit must be smaller <clears throat> than the iPhone repair kit. Well, that thing was nutty because you had you had those contraptions. There were two giant pelican cases you had those contraptions because you had to have this like equal pressure to put to repair the screen gotcha it was i don't know if you remember those videos but yeah i still stand by what i said at the very beginning i think if anything the laptop is more approachable than the phone my opinion Mm. but i guess now you have more widespread support here uh, regardless if uh, apple was pressured into it or whatever it exists now Mm mm-hmm um, India is considering new rules that could force Apple to adopt USB-C on iPhone. Well, they wouldn't be the first because we've heard USB-C this and that, mostly from Europe. Mm. Europe's been standing around there shouting about USB-C. Yeah. Mm. Rightfully so. However, probably too little too late. Reason being is 
all types of rumors that somehow Apple's going to find a way to just hop skip over top of it. A little hopscotch. Okay. But now India's in the... In well, the India's in the mix. And they're saying the same thing, but even more incentive for Apple to figure something else out. It's like they don't want to admit defeat or something because you've already got Type-C on all your other stuff. Sure. You got it on your well, MacBook. You got it on your iPad. Where is it on the phone, Will? The EU has reached an agreement earlier this summer that would force Apple to adopt USB-C on the iPhone and AirPods by fall 2024. While the agreement has been reached, the legislation still needs to be formally approved by the European Parliament and European Council later this year before Apple is forced to change its ways. Well, you know what Apple's doing right now. They go over there to the European Council and they say, how you doing? They go right to the council. The council says we're doing fine and we shouldn't be talking to you because it's a conflict of interest. And they say, listen. Tim Cook here. Oh, this is Tim. And I got something to say. And uh, I'll take you to the nice restaurant over here. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you're into golf or not, but we go shoot a few holes over there. Bake you some apple pies. I'm just joking around here, Will. This is uh, by no means, there's nothing truthful to like what I said. they have that power to influence the EU. You're talking about whining and dining? Uh-huh. Well, the EU's pissed off, man. The EU's what? like, get your wine and get your dine and get out of here. Because oh. we want USB Type-C. No, I mean, it's a big, it's a whole thing. There's so many people that spend a lot of time putting these, these uh, agreements together. And they talked about the environment and this and that. And they're not going to back down for a nice meal, Will. Right? No. These people have integrity. You understand? Mm. Uh, it's about damn time. Yeah. I don't Officials in India held a meeting earlier this week with in industry stakeholders and popular consumer electronics makers to discuss the possible impacts of a common charger. The meeting will be more of an explorative nature. We will try to learn from, our, from the stakeholders how a common charger can be adopted in India. We will also try to understand their concerns. Yeah, well, India's a big market for a smartphone. Well, I don't know if it's number two, three. It's up there, man. Fastest growing, probably, possibly. So it does matter what happens over there. Common cable, common port. Uh, most people agree. And the, I don't know how feasible this rumor of a portless iPhone is. But nonetheless, time will tell. And I think we're all done with lightning at this point. Agreed? Yeah, Type-C all the way. Okay, we're done with lightning at this point. Yeah. You know. Can we? TikTok's in-app browser could be key logging. Yeah, just everything you type in there, Well, Are you surprised? I'm not surprised, but every time I read it, it's always scary to me. Who wasn't surprised? Was that to Nate Diaz? I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't surprised. NF. He wasn't surprised either. No. And he's also not surprised that TikTok <laughs> is doing the key logging. I don't think he uses TikTok. Well, if he did, he's not surprised. Yeah. Beware in-app browsers. It's a good rule of thumb for any privacy-conscious mobile app user. Well, if you're a privacy-conscious mobile app user, probably not using TikTok, I would guess. Mm. I bet you Snowden is not using TikTok. Given the... I mean, maybe. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't know. These days, these days, well, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't checked up on Snowden in a while. He's, 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 he's busy on the encrypted... In encrypted talk. Yeah, he's not looking for the recipe for pink sauce. Pink sauce, yeah, I heard <laughs> about this. And then it wasn't shelf-stable, so it was going rotten, you had to refrigerate it, and people were like, what are the ingredients? And 
We don't have to go into it, Will. Given okay. the potential for an app to leverage its hold on user attention to snoop on what you're looking at via browser software, it also controls, but iBrowser being raised over the behavior of TikTok's in-app browser after independent privacy research by developer Felix Krauss found the social network's iOS app injecting code that could enable it to monitor all keyboard inputs and taps, a.k.a. key logging. People hate the key logging. They hate the sound of it. They hate the thought of it. Stop logging my keys. Uh-huh. TikTok's iOS subscribes to every keystroke happening on third-party websites rendered inside the TikTok app. This can include passwords, credit card information, and other sensitive user data. We can't know what TikTok uses a subscription for, but from a technical perspective, this is the equivalent of installing a keylogger on a third-party website. It's coming down for TikTok. It's more heat on TikTok recently. I feel these stories keep coming up. It's because of the China collaboration. Ownership. Yeah. Right. I shouldn't say collaboration, but like, you know, the China. Ownership. Stuff. I mean, they have office. TikTok have, has offices here in North America, but it's that data flow. Yes. Where's it, where'd that data go? Where, where are the servers? You know? Talking about the data flow. Where'd that data go? Well, <laughs> data flow, data go. Yeah. I was just doing a quick yeah. one for you there. Gotcha. I was giving you a one, two punch. Yeah. On a, on a Monday. Received. Yeah, okay. Krause is caref- careful to point out that just because he has found TikTok is subscribing to every keystroke a user makes on third-party sites viewed inside its in-app browser does not necessarily mean it's doing anything malicious with the access. As he notes, there's no way for outsiders to know the full details on what kind of data is being collected or how it's being transferred or used, but clearly the behavior itself raises questions and privacy risks for TikTok users. You did get a little response here from a company spokesperson who says, incorrect, misleading. Yeah. JavaScript code does not mean our app is doing anything malicious. So shut up and leave us alone and keep TikToking. Well, that's what you would say, isn't it, if you were a company representative, Will? Yeah, keep swiping. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we're okay. Well, I don't know. I, does this affect you? Are you less likely to use the app? Do you feel secure using the app, or do you know exactly what you're doing? It makes me think, like, what app? What other apps don't do this? Right. Like, like maybe YouTube does it, right? They probably do, right? I don't know. <laughs> Instagram, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know to the same extent, and I don't know, like, the, the whole opt-in component. Like, I thought the whole point with this iOS thing was to kind of limit the abilities of third-party apps to reach into other uh, mm. depths on your phone as far as the... Uh, permissions are concerned and that everything should be prompting you. Hey, do you want this thing to do this? Mm-hmm. And so on. But I, pre- I presume that developers will get crafty in figuring out ways to slide things. Like you see how this one specifically is the in-app browser, mm. but there's no, it's no secret that so many of these apps, as you mentioned, are data driven running off user-generated data. Like, that's how they create their product. Yeah. So, but, like, you heard from Zuckerberg, he's, he was pissed at Apple saying, well, now I can't advertise effectively on Instagram because I can't gather that information. Well, how is TikTok able to get around that? Mm-hmm. I have my questions and concerns. And, so and then and even so just saying that they're not doing anything <laughs> malicious now. Mm-hmm. They could do it tomorrow. Like, as if, as if they could say, um... Nothing malicious has happened, 
our capabilities could be malicious at a later date. Yeah. We It'd be just like a press of a button. You feel that when the they say malicious button. That's right. So you feel that when they say nothing mal malicious has happened yet. Yeah, who I mean who's checking up on this? Me and you. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's why we're in trouble. Uh, yeah. That's precisely that's a big problem. That's precisely why we're in trouble. Uh, I don't know. People, listen, uh, do you think people are going to put it down at any point? Like this conversation comes up. I don't up, think it would stop anyone. It comes up all honest. the time, though. In increasingly, it would be this report, that report, privacy, this and that, and concerns. I'd be curious, the general public, you, you ready to put it down? You ready to put it down? TikTok, are you ready to put it down? Are you ready to put, what else are you ready to put down? Because it's always this plus minus. It's the sure. convenience and the benefit and then. The perception of drawbacks and it's all really interesting. I mean, we talked about Apple possibly putting ads on the phone and they boot everybody out and then they corner the market. It's it's really uh, a lot of tactics going on. Mm -hmm. Tesla's full self-driving software is going up in price again. For, I saw people pissed about this on social media. 12000 to 15000 Yep. Um, I don't know. Inflation, whatever. I, I think people don't like this one because it's a software. Uh-huh. You notice that people hate it. Price increases in software. Yeah. Like, how dare you hit the price increase button without it costing you any more? Like, we have this perception in hardware that if you got a newer one, it somehow costs the company more to make it. Like, we just are tuned up that way. Mm -hmm. Like, because rarely are you getting a new device launched that's less than the previous version. Right. But also, I guess with software, on the, on the flip side, it's like it's constantly updating. Yes. Because when you get an iPhone, you're not going to upgrade the iPhone, like physically. Mm -hmm. It's just the iPhone. But with software, apparently for them, Tesla is always updating their AI. For sure they are. So. Oh, it's a ton of work, ton of money. It's just a perception thing. People hate the idea of it. Mm -hmm. And per, per, uh, I mean, also because the prices of these things and everything has been going up. I don't need to say the word. Inflation, I just said it. Oh. I don't need to say it, but I just said it. Yeah. Tesla's increasing the price of full self-driving software to 15000 I mean, uh, Elon said it himself on Twitter, $3,000 jump. Drivers who order, I mean, maybe this is a way to get people to speed up and order Yes. right now. Because if you get it before September 5th, you won't have to pay the newly increased price. So everyone rushes in there. Let me get this purchase in this quarter. Mm -hmm. Or you could do the FSD subscription, which currently costs $200 a month. Which they won't change the price on that just yet. Well, maybe they want more people to do that. Maybe they want to have you on maybe. the hook. Yeah. Maybe they like the subscription. I don't know. But that takes a long time to get up to fifteen grand. However, I guess you own the car, you sell the car, it's all it's got the FSD with it. Yeah. You can't take it out. You it's it's there, it's permanent. Mm -hmm. So the, so it increases the value, the resale mm -hmm. of your Tesla, I presume. Huh. September 2021, Tesla began opening the beta to more customers via new requests. But no, yeah, I didn't get that FSD beta yet. I got to jump in that car and take a look if it's in there now. You should. I got to I gotta jump in there and take a look, Will. Mm -hmm. If it's in there. Uh, look at this. The value of F FSD could reach over 100000 as the software gets closer to full self-drive. Well, I don't know. Musk may, may claim the value should be over 100000 Will, give me some feedback. Hundred grand for FSD. I think if that's the eventual goal, I, it kind of makes sense. Right? Gee, it's expensive for sure. 
but imagine imagine the vehicle that you own can take you anywhere and it's full self I feel like he's saying 100 grand on top of the cost of the vehicle. Yeah. Well, that's already 100 grand. So are we talking 200 grand for everybody? What's Maybe funny? there's packages. <laughs> you know. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm a little skeptical. You're you're right. If it was getting the car hit a button type thing, yeah. go to sleep. That's a different story. We're, that's definitely not what it is right now. But I think that's the eventual, the 100K. Okay. All right. Well, you said it. I didn't say it. Yeah. You just guaranteed 100 grand for one button, drive anywhere. Yeah. That was you. I can't even afford that. That was you. It wasn't me. Okay. I had nothing to do with that. Uh, I don't know what to tell anybody. I don't know if anyone's going to rush. Uh, obviously, everything is getting more expensive. And apparently, even FSD is not immune to price increases. This is a weird one. Tesla owner implants chip in hand to open car access data. Why do you have to insert it, uh, the chip there? That looks so uncomfortable, the way he's tapping the arm there. Yeah. It's like my, my wrist hurts looking at that. I guess they probably uh -huh. thought it through, where you could put it and have it not really affect you very much. Uh-huh. One Tesla owner has found a rather unconventional way of opening his vehicle. But the phone already does it. Well, I guess maybe you forget the phone, the phone gets stolen, and you're still getting in the Tesla, which is cool. Yeah. I don't know if I want the implant. The first one was a little bit smaller. It wasn't as intense as shoving a giant rod into my hand. The first one came preloaded into a larger syringe. They pushed the syringe in and they popped in the chip, similar to how they would microchip a dog. Brandon is part of a beta group of around 100 people that are trialing the chips, which are made by a company called VivoKey. The chips are coated in biocompatible substances and get encapsulated by the body tissue soon after implantation. Brandon explained how the chip's capabilities are constantly evolving through downloadable features. The company put this together literally has its own app store where you can wirelessly install apps to your body with these chips. Ugh. And one of the apps just happened to be a Tesla key card. So that was the first app I installed on it because I have a Tesla. And now I use that as my key when my Bluetooth key fails. Or I don't have my key card. Just use your hand. Fun, a fun party trick is what they also say. What kind of apps are you putting on this thing? Yeah. You and just, what if your chip gets hacked? NFC? Like, am I paying with my implant as well? I don't mind. But my phone is always there. I'm not in a rush yeah. for the implant. And considering the fact that TikTok's already key logging, you want to let TikTok in there? You want TikTok in your oh, implant? You want a TikTok implant? In my body? It's funny how we think of that, though, isn't it? It's like, that's an implant. It's an implant permanent change like once it's in there i mean obviously you could take it yeah. out but it feels like a lot of work uh -huh. but then on the other hand when we just get addicted to things it's a it's a it's a psychological implant it's a self-imposed you grant it access and let it crawl into the depths of your personality and then you can't get it out because you need nowhere to find it like inception i don't know leo's in your head uh, Leo can, he can, uh, he can occupy, he can book space. a, he can book a room in there. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what. YouTube removes video that tests Tesla's full self-driving beta against real kids. Oh, I saw this video. Right into the kid. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. It explodes. That's what I'm saying, man. How can you have videos like that out there? The video violates what? What does the vehicle violate? Uh, guidelines against content that endangers minors. I mean, 
But this was just a test, and it obviously wasn't a real kid. I don't know. Do they think people will be inspired to test this on real people? The video titled, Does Tesla Full Self-Driving Beta Really Run Over Kids? Posted on Whole Mars Catalog's YouTube channel involves a Tesla owner and investor testing Tesla's FSD feature with his own kids. During the video, Park drives a Tesla Model 3 toward one of his children standing in the road and then tries again with his other kid crossing the street. The vehicle stops before reaching the children both times. Oh, so this is real kids. This is not the clip I saw. This guy actually tried to do the test for real with his own children. Now I know why they took it down. But that child looks very still. Yeah, that's a that's a dummy. That's a dummy. Okay. So I don't know about this report. He can't hit the kid. Oh. It's definitely a dummy. Well, yeah, I know how I know how it works. I know how All right, so for it senses the human. Is that a human or another model? Oh, that's a guy. That's a human. This is all about the environment and the inputs and the lighting and the shadows and the obstructions and the reflections. Sure. But this video looks like it's still on YouTube. It doesn't look like it's taken down. Uh, this is on Twitter. Oh, okay. Well, oh, listen, I get it. I guess they don't want people really testing this stuff out. Something could go wrong. And if uh, the video blows up and everyone's like, oh, I'm going to do my own test now, you could understand how that might be a dangerous thing. But the video I'm talking about, Will, is a Tesla versus like a Volvo. And oh, it's on like a car, runway. Is it CarWow? I don't think it's CarWow. I, I think it was actually like a testing organization. And the Tesla just plows through the mannequin. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. And they're just like, what? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe that thing is bogus, too, because mine has never behaved that way. Oh, It's not plowing through things. You're right. I think the, the car wow one was um, with animals. Oh, interesting. I didn't see that one. They had, like, a cat there. A real cat? Well, no. Oh, a it's, fake cat. Yeah. Okay. Or so like maybe this guy only ran into an issue when he started putting real people there. Instead of mannequins. Right, right. And then they said, well, you can't test running over people because obviously in that case, if it fails, the consequences are pretty... I mean, he's going really slow, but you understand what I'm saying here, Will. Mm -hmm. It has potential to actually kill someone. Well, you should go look up the clip. Not you, but go look up the clip of it actually uh, running. You know what? Go look up the clip, Will, just real quick. Right just look, I, I feel crazy right now. Uh, and do I have this right? Have I misinformed? I need to make sure that I'm accurately... This one. Oh, that's your one right there. Yeah. yeah. Tesla crashes into child dummy as auto brake test fails. Yeah, play this vid video. Just a, just a touch of it over here. Independent TV. Um... Yet the other one breaks, whatever the other one was. Look at that. Look at the little mannequin kid over there. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Okay, so just play, like, the last. Yeah, just just no. Just That's a very short kid. That's, like, uh, a three-year-old sure, yeah. size kid. So that's weird. It doesn't even slow down at all, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure Elon has something to say about that. I'm sure there's something he doesn't like about it. I don't know what. But that's uh, that's not a good look, obviously, mm -hmm. for the Tesla. That one. Speaking of good looks, how about uh, Acura's Precision EV concept inspired by boats? Uh huh. Why boats? Well, 
Because it's smooth sailing. Let's go. Kind of look. Lovely. Nautical. It reminds me of the boat tail. Nautical. Uh, Rolls Royce. I hear you. No. I just want to keep saying nautical. Not, nautical. Okay. Nautical. Water. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you have with Lincoln, you have like the navigator, aviator. They have like a plane thing going on. Sure, yeah. So Acura wants to have a boat thing going on maybe. Plus it's blue. It looks cool. I like this from the front. Concept EV. The front? The price. This looks like a boat. Look pretty cool to me. Well, uh-huh. I, I don't know if it floats, but I like those shapes. The nose looks like a shark sort of. Yeah, very surfy. And you got the yellow calipers in there. It's blue, so that's water-like. I like the metallic look, too. This is one of those ones that pissed me off a little bit, where oh. you have, well, you have no side mirrors. This is what they did with the Cybertruck. You have no side mirrors and no door handles, no nothing. Is that what I'm going to get, Will? Well, with the side mirrors, they have the little, know. you know, camera. Are those things approved anywhere? So. Is there any highway traffic, traffic control? Is there any... Uh, group that's approving these yet? Because I know in concept cars, they're constantly showing them off. But if they keep showing this, then maybe one day... Is that how it works? kind of like the vision. Okay, let's right? do that yeah. then. Let's do that. Let's keep showing it and yeah. uh, eventually... I'm sure there's a car out there that has it and I'm sure there's a region that allows it. I'm positive because I feel like I've seen that video. Okay. And some people I think hate it. They're like, well, the mirror is so easy and I got to get used to this video camera. Uh-huh. I feel like there's cars that are doing it. But anyway... The interior is very futuristic. You have another yoke. Yeah. Um, yoke, yeah. It's interesting because outside of Tesla, the others didn't really copy the yoke super quickly. They were, no. they were apprehensive about implementing the yoke other than Tesla as far as I know. Also, if it's inspired by a boat, shouldn't it be like a wheel? Still be a wheel? That's deep, Will. Yeah. That's Just, deep. And a throttle, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But know. this looks kind of cool. Water. It's like underwater. It's the uh, center display there, which is also uh, transparent or partially transparent hmm. or whatever. That's cool. So it can display video and then, but also it's not a, a obstructing your view when I guess it's not in use. Yeah, I don't know. Looks very peaceful. Transparent, translucent. Go ahead, Will. Um, what do you mean? Transparent or translucent? I like the uh, translucent. Mm. Where there's a little bit of, uh, you know, what about opaqueness. Opa- oh, what about opaque? Let me throw that in there for uh, you. Not a fan. No opaque for you. Yeah. What about uh, when you have one of those, like, uh, like you have a shower and the glass is opaque for privacy? Isn't that translucent? <laughs> No, that's opaque. Okay. Yeah, translucent, you would see too much. I know, yeah. I'm seeing shapes. That's another level. I'm seeing shapes and everything. Yeah. Opaque, yeah. Uh, Well, You got to go opaque for that, right? Sure. Well, I was staying in a hotel recently, and they did the opaque, and I was like, this is the bare minimum. Hmm. The bare minimum. Interior lights up in red ambience for its instinctive drive mode when you want to battle the wakes of the road and it turns ocean blue with underwater like animated projection for its spiritual lounge stationary mode we just pull over and just soothing sense this is all very mercedes like sure essential oils in the car yeah the s class does that eqs did that uh the maybach we had by the way funny with the pronunciation some people were like why is he saying maybach 
Maybach, Maybach. You got to just see what the Germans say. They got to see what the Germans say. Go ahead and play it, Will. Maybach. Bingo! Bingo! Tell me what you... Well, actually, you can say whatever you want. It's fine. Maybach. You can say Maybach. But uh, every time... Maybach. Every time I go to go to Germany, it's yeah. Maybach. So, and last I last I heard, as we were Mercedes is over there. Yes. Last I heard, Will. Okay. Uh, the automaker is also trying to be environmentally conscious in its materials using recycled plastics because of the ocean, Will, and the boats. Responsibly sourced wood and 100% biomass leather. Yeah, it's a nice theme. Which is suitable for you, Will, because I know for a fact you only ever use responsibly sourced wood in, of your, course. in your life. Yeah, nothing but. All that other wood, you kicked it to the curb. You burnt it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste, Will. Yeah. A lot of carbon oh, there. No. Um, Lincoln's new concept car, speaking of Lincoln, an autonomous EV that runs on <gasps> vibes. <laughs> I know that was possible. What a funny uh, title. Steering wheel replaced with a jewel-inspired chess controller. I feel like we got a tiny peek at this uh, previously. Kind of looks like a Taycan with those uh, rims, the wheels, whatever that is. I mean, where are the tires? I can't even tell what's going on there at all. Is there yeah. a tire there? Or is this thing hovering? I think it's really small. This is crazy, crazy futuristic looking yes. vehicle how do you get in how do you get out uh-huh how do i penetrate oh boy <laughs> i mean it just looks like a smooth it doesn't yeah there's no seams <laughs> it's just like, i don't know do you ride on the top of it you just hang on oh yeah it's fully autonomous it looks great what am i gonna say i like the shape of it, it looks aerodynamic it looks fun and cool and I don't know where they are. They're in the middle of Utah or whatever for Salt these renders. Lake, yeah, flats. for these renders. Futureland. The only seam I see is by the front door there, but not one near the rear. So, oh, wow. Can you only have one seam? What is it? Slide? How does it? Of course. Yeah. The whole side panel opens up. That's going to be a nightmare in a parking lot, Will. <laughs> <laughs> You got to take up like two get, other spaces. You can't get in. That's three cars wide. Yeah. Uh, it looks cool. Looks cool. Gives you a nice entry. Maybe when you drive something like this, you don't even have to go to the parking lot. Or if you do, you uh, gladly park at the very back. Look at that couch in there. Yeah, I don't know. That's going to be a big show when you open that thing up. It all opens up. The doors, the lid, everything together. The The roof. Oh, yeah. Definitely cool though. This is def this is part of the autonomous thing, autonomous future over here. <clears throat> oh yeah, the this um, there's a giant screen at the bottom here, which is showing screen. you what's underneath. Is it <laughs> a projection? <laughs> well, because no, no, it's apparently it's just a giant screen. So it has it has what a beach on it. What am I looking at there? Yeah, there are like waves, or you can. That might be a little disorienting. Play There's waves YouTube beneath video. you. You're driving on the road. You got waves. Yeah, it might be. A YouTube video on the floor. Wow. But um, They're out of control. Ford is out of control over there. They're just having so much fun lately. I follow those people on Twitter. They're having so much fun lately, Ford. They're like EV this, EV that. They're taking shots, shots fired at uh, Elon. 
they're flying right now. Yeah, for sure. From what I can tell. Um, I meant to show you this. Have you seen the woodworking? Uh, I haven't seen this one from three weeks ago, but I've seen these insane creations it, in yeah. the past. Yeah. Um, they Is it a mini one? Frame. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Oh yeah, these videos are so. But something to show your kids. I hard. Like these videos are so cool. hard to click off once you've started because of it's one of these progression ones where you're like, wait, yes, it's gonna really be the thing, and you have to keep watching to see the results. It's but, amazing to how wood, and yet, man. And um, <laughs> they kind of just sculpt it throughout. Yeah. To is make it, it look like one piece. Let me ask you something. Is that responsibly sourced wood? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Will. It smells like it. I don't know, Will. It's looking a little red. <laughs> it's looking like it came out of the jungle or something, oh, Will. Okay. I don't know. It's looking limited. It looks great, though. Um, But yeah, it's... uh. They they add so you're so you're trying like what you're, you're kind of saying with this is that oh yeah. my god it looks so amazing Look that yeah, it looks so great but but what you're saying is that this Lincoln vehicle kind of reminds you of the Mercedes concept vehicle kind of yeah, yeah I hear you I hear you and I get, <laughs> look at this is the coolest <laughs> look at that although it looks weird his steering or what is that steering he's doing down there no it's like um it doesn't have a steering wheel it has like a little thing on the side. Like a shifter, yeah, and then you kind of just move your hand, yeah, yeah, on the shifter. It's a funny look to it, but um, yeah, I mean, this is this is what they do. Yeah, man, that's like some high level power wheels right there. It's great, the fit and finish. Yeah, I always watch these things. And I'm like, oh my god, a hundred days! You get to watch a hundred days in sixteen minutes. Yeah, impressive stuff. Anyways. I just wanted to show you that. Well done, Will. Mark Zuckerberg responds to graphics backlash, promises Metaverse won't be depressing. Look at, oh, yeah, he, people people were a little bit um, not so impressed with the graphics of the early meta uh, graphics for the Metaverse. Yeah, I mean, there was, it looked like N64, graphics i like you know? 64 man it was nothing wrong with no them. it was a good time though yeah but um it was very low fidelity yeah the one on the left and maybe a little bit creepy sort of creepy yeah is that another a lot of people problem? complained that it looked um it there's no life into it you know the characters like mark so here. who's this zuckerberg on the right then he looks better off so mark actually posted this after um the event and said, look, like, we're actually still working on the graphics. Oh, he went and he cracked, the, he like cracked the whip. He went down the hall. He said, what is yeah. this crap you provided me? I need something better. And they're like, let us render something real quick up. Yes. And they're like, Mark, here you go. Post it, post it, post it. And he's licking his lips. Yeah, I mean, like, the right one definitely looks better. Looks yeah. more, like, you know. I guess the fidelity just looks more human, you know, and not like this weird... Uh, ro robotic eyeliner character. Hmm. <laughs> He's wearing eyeliner or something. Yeah, it's, uh, it, the first one is definitely creepy. Like, if I was going to have a nightmare, I mean, I could have a nightmare of either, I guess, but the one on the left is more nightmare fuel mm -hmm. than the one on the right. 
Uh, he put it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I'm happy to report, does appear to contain more life essence than the last one, though it's unclear how many souls had to be sacrificed in order to give Mark a small glint in his eye. Oh, this is from Kotaku's write-up. Little mm-hmm. personality in the write-up. But yeah, he got roasted. I saw it on social media. They were like, what's up with the graphics? So this is his uh, updated post. Yeah, he's just like, wait, wait a couple months or years. We'll get it figured out. Mm-hmm. But... I mean that that tell, that right? looks that looks great. I even like the world below. Like that looks that looks cool. Yeah. But you got to do it. Probably a hard thing to do. Would be my guess. Yeah. Horizon well, Worlds. You're 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 in the Horizon Worlds, aren't you, Will? I gave it a shot. Yeah. You know. Um. And instantly there was bullying. <laughs> oh yeah. Fortunately, right. with like a character, like a kid, and then someone some other guy took his ball and. Yeah immediately right when i hopped in so you were the bully then <laughs> I, was the guy. I took the ball i threw it at you're like you're like i couldn't help it yeah yeah well hopefully it gets better we'll see better human drivers in the uk won't be vi- liable for accidents when vehicle is self-driving Ooh. you kind of like weaved a you weaved a thread here did i with this like lineup of stories this afternoon really yeah because it was like you had evs then we had uh uh full self-driving going up in price hmm. and then we had the kid getting hit mm-hmm. and the video being taken down and now we have self-driving where the driver themselves won't be liable in the uk it's like hey, there's some kind of pattern here yeah the little mark detour mm-hmm well, this is tough philosophically. I mean, listen, if you let the system work the way you're supposed to and you listen to what everybody's telling you and you're monitoring the situation, the car does something funky, it's hard to put you in jail. It's definitely hard, but it's going to bring up all types of questions. The cars are not going to have to have really sophisticated systems for determining if you were responsive enough as a driver. Sure, when it yeah. says, hey, emergency warning, grab here, do this, whatever, and... They're drunk, just wasted. Man. British government unveiled the roadmap over the weekend, announcing $119 million in funding for AV projects and an additional $41 million for research to support safety and new legislation. The roadmap stated that new legislation will build on existing laws and state that manufacturers are responsible for the actions of self-driving vehicles, meaning a human driver would not be liable for incidents related to driving while the vehicle is in control of driving. Oof, big liability for makers then, mm-hmm. for automakers, whole... Oof. They got to get that self-driving on lock. Oh, my God. That lawsuit comes through the one time, and it's enormous. What are the losses? It hits the kid. Or like oh. a civil suit. It's enormous. Imagine like um, like a car hitting a bus full of people. That's that's not very nice, Will. Well, I'm just saying. It's pretty dark. It's a terrible It's pretty, it's pretty dark, Will. All right, yeah. Was like, imagine... <laughs> Imagine a car hitting a bus full of people. Uh, <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to imagine all these things. Be, especially if you're in a position coming up with these policies, you have to imagine all possibilities. And it's just really complicated. It remains complicated philosophically. Uh how do you hold a person liable when you approve the technology that's enabling 
the self-driving, how do you hold them liable? They're like, listen, you told me that I could use that. Mm-hmm. It does put a lot of pressure on the makers to figure out full self-driving, like really figure it out because the consequences could be enormous if they're being held liable instead of the driver, which is why you see mostly here a lot of onus on the driver still. Like, hey, where's your hands? Get them on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Hey, sir, or you're like, if if you aren't getting that hand on the wheel and checking up often enough, it's get, ki- it's kicking you out of self-driving for a yeah, while. You get penalized. For a while. They're like, nah, you're done with self-driving for this trip. Yeah. You're done for a bit. So I we would deem assume. deem you not trustworthy. I would assume that the automakers would definitely still want some liability to rest on the individual, the driver, the person monitoring the technology. Mm-hmm. So. This one uh, is the last one, and it's a pretty funny one. The last one, SUV driven. This is a humor to you here, Will? Uh, somebody driving uh, through the New England mall on the second floor? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I hope nobody was hurt, Will. So no one got hurt. Okay. It was an old lady who was a bit confused. Oh, really? On where to enter. She was looking for the Apple store. Well, she's in her car on the second floor of the mall. Indoor mall. Yes. So um, what happened was... There was an entrance from the parking lot to the mall, mm. and there used to be like a those poles there to prevent cars from coming in, but apparently it was taken out for some sort of repair, and the woman literally just drove in, yeah, automatic doors open, and she just rolled right in and went right up to the Apple store while she was looking, oh <laughs> to, my God. <laughs> She she didn't make it. Um, this would be a great part. But yeah, no, she didn't. It's make literally, it. <laughs> literally right in the mall. Wow. Um, crazy things, man. Crazy things happen out there. You yeah. never know. But it is. It would be quite a shock to the system. You see this car coming at you. I presume she was driving uh, slowly, relatively. Yes, she hit the. Oh, okay. The never. cart machine that's at the beginning. Okay, well, front of the mall. Well. But she backed up and then started going again. That's not her, is it? No, no. Oh. That's a witness who helped her out. Yeah. You... <laughs> See, this is the entrance here. See, now you're making... There used to be a pole. Now you're right making here. the argument for the uh. self-driving here. Because, listen, if you're hitting that thing there, you're not really in control of that vehicle. like you're, or, or you're not cognizant... Like, I, like, she just drove straight into the thing, Will. Yes. And keeps going, too. Like, yeah. Will, um, something's wrong here. She yeah. was 78 yeah. years old. Yeah, I know. And, and, I, and I hate to say it because it's always weird and tough with that. But if I'm 78, I'm doing that. I, I probably got to give up the license, Will. Mm-hmm. I, I prob- agree. I probably got to give I up agree. the license, Will. I probably got to catch a ride to the mall. I know it sucks. You like to have the independence and everything. I probably got to catch a ride to the mall. I got to take a bus or an Uber or whatever it is. Right, Will? Or self-driving. No, that's too far away. I'm 78. No. I'm 78. I can't wait. Oh, okay. 78. I need to catch a ride. Somebody give your grandmother a ride, please. I mean, yeah. Uh, take the bus. Yeah, yeah, or take the bus. Or Uber. Uh, that's why. Uber. I said, I said, yeah. Got options here. 
But I think she probably got a nice grandson over there that needs to uh, take grandma to the mall every so often. Yeah. What do you say, Will? What would you do? Out for lunch. It's it's crazy. She's it's, I wonder if she's driving backing it up or if somebody just took control at that point and said, you know what, I'll get it out of here for you. I think uh, it was someone else. Yeah, trying to back out. That's a tough. A lot of uh, a lot of people watching. Uh huh. A lot of spectators. High pressure situation. You ever had to park in a high pressure situation? Everybody's yeah. watching, and you're taking way too many attempts at it. Um, parallel parking. Right. Is the one. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Scary. Scary stuff. <laughs> yeah, there should, there, you know what? There should be uh, more self-driving just for parallel park. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they have park assist. Yeah, park assist, but it's always a little. It's a bit wonky, eh? Well, it just takes the whole thing. The whole it's process of too. parallel parking it's takes slower. exactly. It yeah. takes too long, and that's the whole thing you're trying to get away from is being the center of attention, holding up the whole road. You're trying to get away from so one lane. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Thanks to everybody who joined here today. Thank you, Willie Do. Thank you for all the uh, fun stories here today. Uh, thank you for Mark Zuckerberg for sponsoring today's episode. Mm. Uh, thank you to... Who else? I don't know. Lincoln, Acura. I don't know why I'm thanking the stories today. But who would we be without the stories and who would we be without the community that watches these shows? Thank you very much. Catch you in the next one. Seriously, thank you.